Welcome to Road to Billions Podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur. With your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, the Road to Billions Podcast. You know, you guys, um, I haven't dropped the podcast episode in a minute, but when I come on here, I try to give you guys gems. And um, one of the few gems I want to give you guys is just just try to get into real estate as soon as possible, whether you're an, you're an investor, whether you're just um, a third-party business owner. And what I mean by that is if you become an um, appraisal, if you become an inspector, if you become a general contractor, if you become a lender, if you become a realtor, if you become a notary, if you become a title closing agent, if you become all these things that necessarily doesn't have to be you know, an investor, you'll be good to go for real estate. And I want people to get into real estate because we all are affected by, quote, unquote, jobs. You know, jobs control us. Um, they control people all the time. They they take people away from their family and their time that they have with their family. And I kind of made a decision and affirmation to myself that I work with who I want, when I want, where I want. And, you know, I kind of say that every day because I know it's true. I know I'm dictating my life. I know my reality is perceived by my perception of what I believe life is. And I believe life is abundant. I believe that if somebody else is rich, I could be just as rich as them. If someone else is doing something that they accomplish and are successful in, I could do just the same. And I want you guys to take the same approach with real estate. You know, people ask me all the time, how did you get into real estate? How did you get into real estate? I'm like, real estate is something that anybody could get into. It determines if you are going to make your way into it, if you're going to really sacrifice. Because I had to sacrifice parties, summers, fun, just to really experienced my first purchase of my property and it wasn't a great it was a great feeling because I didn't think about all the times I missed when you know the frats was having parties and I didn't think about the times when colleges were throwing you know on-site parties and everything I didn't really care about that because every dollar counted and I knew in college I had low expenses I had low overhead the most I was paying per month in rent was 500 and my car note was 250 750 dollars and that's all I needed because I had a food card and everything and I was saving and um I tell people all the time, like, you got to find other people on the same mission and have the same goals and aspirations as you because real estate is not a solo man deal. You know, we kind of figure out that if you're going to do anything in life big, you need a team. You know, I don't care how far you want to say you could get on your own, but you need a team ultimately. And, you know, real estate is one of those things. There's a lot of moving parts. You know, you will have to talk to a lender to buy a house. You will have to talk to a realtor to find a house. You will have to talk to a general contract to fix a house. So everybody has a moving part in this, you know. So when I tell people, if you don't have the money to invest in a real estate property, get certifications around real estate. Become a general contractor. Become an appraisal. Become an inspector. Become a realtor. You know, that's that's one of the fastest ways to get into real estate, becoming a realtor. But the most efficient and most profitable way is becoming an inspector because every time a uh, property has, quote-unquote, has to be bought and sold, an inspector has to come out there to make sure the property is in intact shape and that the things that are being sold are as if, like if there's anything popping up that wasn't on the contract, the inspector would be obviously pointing out any cracks, any foundation problems, anything that may point out to the inspector, they're there as the eyes for the lender. And lenders can't go to a property they're doing behind the work paperwork. Appraisers are only there when the property is fixed up. So who is going to guarantee that this property is really a property before everybody closes? An inspector. Who's going to check if the property has any issues? An inspector. So, yes, you can bring a general contractor out there to come see what's wrong with the property, 
but they're not certified to look for certain things. Although they may be working with all these things, their certification is just only on general contracting. They know how to build, repair things. But obviously, an inspector is who is going to be speaking to the lender directly and give an inspection report. Now, when I tell you guys all, all this all the time, try to get to the money the fastest way possible. Don't follow what everybody else is doing. Everybody's becoming a realtor. That's cool. But you still have to be a salesman. If you're not a salesman, if you're not really trying to present yourself too much in front of people, if you're not really comfortable with just doing, like, selling houses and going to showings and waiting months before you get a check, okay, cool, become an inspector because you will always have a, a, a gig to go to. You will always have a job and house to go inspect, and then a lender or company that's paying you will pay you. And then, obviously, you can start your own business. Appraisals as well. Appraisals take a minute, you guys, but I do recommend you guys do think about becoming appraisals because once you hit becoming an appraisal, you're forever going to have a job and never be without one. Appraisals are before and after a house is bought and as well as needing to be around the whole country. You know, they're very efficient. They do as many as hours as they want um, to complete gigs and stuff and ultimately run it up. You know, they could do four houses a day and probably get paid like three, $400 per house. You know, this is real. This is real. We pay appraisers like $900, so they might get that whole 900 by themselves. I don't ever know. But essentially, like, there's different ways to get into real estate, you guys, without technically being an investor. Become a handyman. Learn to trade. You know, learn how to, um, like I said, get into the room with investors. Um, I know so many people were thinking about becoming notaries. Do that because I had to pay a notary $100 last minute. And if I didn't pay them, we weren't be able to close. And this was a remote notary, meaning they travel, they move around, they drive to you, and then they come to you, they do all the paperwork. But the notary literally had, we had no choice but to pay this notary. And I had to find this lady out of thin air just because I closed the house out a month or two months before it. And my homeboy Marvin, shout out to Marvin, he gave me the notary because they came to him. And he was like, hey, I got this lady. I was like, bet. Thank you because I have to close in an hour and I don't have nobody to close. You feel me? So the notary made a quick hundred and she was the only person. She could have charged me 500 if she wanted to because that was a last minute thing. And also, we literally was needing her. So if she wanted to charge us $500, i am not going to say do that because that's not ethical, quote, unquote. But, hey, value is, is valuable at the time. Like, she had a lot of value and in demand. She just didn't know because I didn't make it seem like I was like, hey, listen, you know, we're closing in a few hours. Um, I just want to see if you were able to close because, you know, this other notary didn't hit me back. I didn't have another other notary. And she was like, how soon do you need it done? I was like, listen, if you're able to let me know how quickly you're able to get here, I'll just tell the other notary it's okay, and we'll just take you for the job. She's like, perfect. I can get there in the next two hours. I'm like, bet. You know, bet. Let's get it. Because I was really going to go into a whole desperation mode, but I didn't really give her that vibe. You know, I just told her, hey, listen, we need it done. And I'm not trying to wait another day, quote, unquote, even though I didn't have no other option. But she was able to still provide that service. And that's $100, you know, that could have took her a long way. You know, that probably I could have been her only client for that day. And I still made her, her, her like, go $100 a day, 250 a day. 100k a year you get me so what i'm saying is guys you guys can make anything dealing with real estate profitable you guys could be a photographer for real estate you guys could be like i said a realtor you guys could even be like a property manager for real estate because i manage properties property now as well i don't really like managing property i'm gonna keep it a buck because it's a headache tenants are always calling and you know i manage one property all the other properties are pretty much properties that we have that I have, and it's it's kind of tiring when someone has to call you because you're the first per- person of contact. Usually, I kind of dish that work off to somebody else, but essentially, I try to give everybody like 
the benefit of the doubt because not all tenants going to give you a headache. You know, so if you're not okay, if you're okay with just dealing with people calling you um, constantly and stuff, texting you, then you could, uh, property manager could be something for you. But if you don't really like talking to people, I'm not really someone who likes doing that. I'm just doing it because it was a friend of mine. And obviously, I just do it just because I just want somebody to just, I just want to get the experience on both ends of the in investing and management side because I already have property. So I already know how to be a management. But, you know, I try to get different um, scenarios and experiences on my belt, you know, property manager here in Georgia, property manager here in Florida, real estate here in Florida, you know, just knowing how to, you know, learn more things about real estate. So I'm constantly learning, you know, because I had to learn about how to do certain things for Georgia that didn't pertain to Florida. So it's all different ways to get into real estate, you guys. Don't let nobody who is too far up in life or too successful make you feel like it's too out of your reach. Um, Because like I said, you can start off with your own first house with FHA 3.5% down. Or you could just work your way up and just try to buy your first investment property because I don't you, I don't want you guys wasting your FHA on a house that, you know, anybody could just buy. You know, I want you guys to really use that for a house that you really want and also be able to use that house for a house and use that for a house that is going to be profitable for you. And I'm not talking about making you money. I'm talking about equity-wise. You could build equity into it. It has a good valuation that's going to start coming into it in the next few years. So that's an investment within itself. And they could use that property to move out and to get another property. So you just want to make sure that property is 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 worth your time. The area, the neighborhood, the house is in intact shape. But like I said, you got to go right back and go to everybody I mentioned, inspector, appraisals, lenders. So like I said, if you have a part-time job over here, if you have a full-time job right now, consider getting into real estate through the back door. Coming through being an inspector, and then you can start working your way into being an investor if your funds or capital isn't where you're at. Even your credit score, you could just still get into real estate by using your credit if you don't have much money because your credit is an access to wealth. You know, if you have a great credit score, get a business account, get a business LLC, and go apply for a business credit card, and then you're going to cash advance that money. Cash advance that money off the credit card using any type of invoicing, payments, Stripe, Square, and then you're going to use that money to go ahead and put down on the house. Cash advance the whole damn thing because at this point, you're already going into debt for the business, but it doesn't appear on your personal credit. So if you're buying a house for $20,000, you have a $20,000 credit card limit, what you're going to do is, shit, if I was you, I'll cash advance that whole twenty and piece together another ten with that twenty to make it thirty with somebody. So I'm technically saving ten grand for renovations, and I'm bringing somebody else to the table. So I have twenty grand for the down payment and have ten k for the renovations. You know, possibly that person will help me more with the materials and everything. You know, if that's pretty much what's going to be spoke, spoken about. But ultimately, guys, there's different ways to go into real estate. There's different ways to get your foot in the door without having necessarily spend all this money at first. And if you don't have a mentor or anything as well, this is a great way to start as well, just learning about the ins and outs about real estate because it is actually business. It is something I don't recommend for people to get into if they're not, um, like, property-led. You know, if you're not property-directed, if you're not property-mentored, because I had a mentor who taught me, and I'm mentoring other people about the do's and don'ts. Like, don't do this, don't do that. I just told you don't do that. I just told you to do this. You get me? So you need people to, like, really reinforce things in your life. And then also, if you could find out your own experiences and learn throughout your losses, that's another great teacher as well. But I kind of want to tell you guys, cut off the mix, cut off the mistakes, try to mitigate the amount of losses you take, get a mentor or get into real estate through all these other careers, and you'll be good to go. So once again, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Billings Podcast. It's been an amazing journey. For everybody who's been checking in on me, man, saying, when are you going to drop some more episodes, man? You dropping one, you dropping one, and then you going ghost. Honestly, you guys. I'm at a point in my life where I just really want to focus on reality and I just really want to focus on being successful and creating that um, aura and reality around me 
and just making everything that I dream about become, you know, my reality. So I apologize, but I'm not sorry for focusing on myself. <laughs> but I do want to say, like, if you guys have questions, you guys have my number. If you guys don't, you guys have my Instagram, billionaire underscore moist. And then just, you know, shoot me a DM, man. And, like, I'm not going to text you back. You feel me? I'm here. I'm a normal person. So, once again, I appreciate for all my listeners, all my active listeners, all my old listeners, keep chasing your dream, man, and keep sharing this podcast with others. Once again, it's been an amazing journey. You guys take care.